is the Kid Carson Show. Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. Hey, good morning. Are you exercising your face yet? When I first saw this product, I thought it looked kind of crazy. When I first saw this product, I thought it looked kind of crazy. Come on, everyone's doing it, dude. Come on. Are you not working out on your, like, just your face? Like, doing <laughs> How do you do that? Size? You're not facializing? There's a way to do it. Now is the time to facialize because, you know, you're, you're covered up with a mask most of the time. So, like, you know, in a few weeks or a few months when all this madness ends, uh, then you can, you can, you can re- pull back your mask. Everybody goes, oh. <gasps> Oh my Look God! At your jawline. What have you been doing? What have you been hiding under that mask of yours? <laughs> right? And you'd respond with, "Well, I've been using facial size. No, Jawser size. Sorry, Jawser size. <laughs> That's the name of this product." When I first saw this product, I thought it looked kind of crazy. Didn't really understand what the benefits would be, but uh, I had seen some before and after pictures on the website and thought to myself, "You know what? I'm 48 years old. My face is starting to look a little bit aged. Wouldn't hurt to try." And the best way I can explain this product is, it's like something you've never experienced. That's a great way to describe. That's, it. No, that's not, that's not describing it. Yeah, let me tell you the Try. the the best way I can think to describe what it, it looks like. Here, I'm going to describe it for you. It's like something you've never seen. <laughs> what? Okay. And the best way I can explain this product is it's like something you've never experienced. Can I, can I describe it? Yeah, sure, please. It's like a, a plastic bite block, so like a like a rubber ball that's has a like a donut almost a rubber little donut. Okay. And you put it in your mouth, okay. and there's like twenty forty pounds resistance and you just bite down on it yeah yeah forget about the plastic that you're putting in your body like that toxic stuff but it's essentially supposed to make your jawline and everything tighter crazy 40 pounds of resistance right there now i'm pushing that down as hard as i can but when i put it in my mouth and exercise (laughs) so what i discovered is that after using this product after maybe 100 or 200 reps all of a sudden i feel all this blood flow coming into (laughs) my because you're about to pass out i feel a little woozy because all the toxic (laughs) plastic stuff is going in me i noticed i chomped on about 40 50 times then i wake up and i'm in another part of town (laughs) i'm in the hospital In the ambulance, there's a nurse going. Did you? What, did you? How much toxic plastic did you take in? Someone there's a doctor shining a flashlight in my eyes, going, "What the hell is wrong with you? You're 48 years old. Yes. You know what? I'm 48 years old. You're a grown man. What are you like a Labrador Retriever? <laughs> so what I discovered is that after using this product, after maybe 100 or 200, is it basically a dog toy. That's what a dog does. He goes. Oh, Throw it for me. <laughs> Throw it for me. Oh, my God. You're literally going to buy this probably for 100 bucks off an infomercial or go to your local pet store and buy a dog. Tara, this looks like something at PetSmart. Seriously. Yeah, it's called Kong. <laughs> I've seen it Kong, exactly. Reps, and I believe that it's going to revolutionize fitness and beauty. Jaws or size. Jaws or size. Get yours today. Kit Carson and Jordan McCloskey. Friday morning, buddies. Come on. Let's do it. It's the weekend. Hope you're feeling great. Kit Carson, Jordan McCloskey. I went to the beach yesterday. And, How was that? Uh, well, dangerous. Dangerous. As I got my kid this uh, bow and arrow set. <laughs> bow and arrow? And they insisted they brought it to the beach. It's like a Nerf one. It's not Nerf brand. You get it at Costco, but it's like a oh. same same thing. It's like a I Nerf. thought it would be the one with the suction cups. No, it's uh, used to have a big kid. heavy foam thing at the end. Oh. So when it hits you, it, like, it feels like someone smacks you. Like, ah, it's like, like a getting, you know. It's like getting hit with a Nerf, one of those superpower Nerf power That's not good. rifles. And they've <laughs> insisted they brought it to the beach and said, honey, it's a bad idea. So we take it to the beach and you got three boys there, two of mine and one of my son's friends. They're all whipping these arrows. Like they're Robin Hood. 
and yeah, man, they go far. And so we're, uh, we're there. And, uh, of course my son hauls back on this dad. Look, pulls back. Like the, the rubber band is stretched so far. Yeah. They think it's going to snap. And then he just lets his fingers go. And this thing goes through the air right across (laughs) Kitts beach. Knocks over a guy's beer right out of, his, out of his hand. Guy with the biggest muscles at the beach. The grit out of a movie. I go, oh my. I just. Seriously? And like these things are bright colored. Yeah. Like he just scans the beach and knows exactly where the arrow came from. Yeah, because nerfs are like bright orange, bright yellow. Oh yeah. And the guy looked right at me, square <laughs> in the eyes, and he said, Son of a bitch! <laughs> Give me a drink! Yeah, you better get him a drink. One more night! Yeah, you're like. I just, I knew without a word spoken, I walked right to the concession stand <laughs> and got him. I said, what's the highest alcohol content beer you have? Here's a hazy IPA, sir. And they gave it to him in a paper bag and I walked right over to him and said, sorry, brother. Yeah. And then it was all good. But, man, <laughs> you should have got Axel to go over there and do that. I should go over there and apologize. I was, I was sweating. A lot of tattoos. They go to the liquor store. A lot of muscles. Yeah. You know, you just don't you never know what's going to happen. So anyways, uh, it was all good. Well, and, I, and I live another day, buddy. <laughs> and here we are. It's Friday kids. morning. Kids, what are you going to do kids when they have out. bone arrows? This is the Kid Carson Show. Special guest in studio. Recent winner of the top 30 under 30. That, which is so cool, by the way. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. Uh, so, great to have you. Jessica Luongo. Yes. Any relation? <laughs> I, I knew that was going to come. Of course. Honest answer, I don't know, but probably not. Sure. Wait, wait, wait. Luongo from the Canucks? The goalie? Formerly yeah. from the Canucks, yeah. Ironically, my family's actually got a background in hockey, too. So okay. Oh, no kidding. Just to further complicate. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Is that like, people ask that all the time, I'm sure. All the time. Uh, I'm sorry to be so basic. No, not yeah. at all. <laughs> I'm um, used to it. So this is cool. So you won uh, top 30 into 30, which must be like an, a huge honor. Yes. Um, I'm very honored. And it's for a wine company you started. Yeah, Amovino Wine and Spirits. So we focus on niche and natural wine, spirits, and ciders made by family farmers who are kind of taking the time to do it right and make things ethically without any chemical additives so kind of our focus so the angle is that it's all natural yeah well natural organic everything is organic in our portfolio and mostly all vegan as well like my wife shops does the grocery shopping you know 90 percent of it and it's like all like anti-everything. Yeah. No GMOs. Yeah, you guys are like whole food markets type yeah. of people. Yeah, or yeah. farmer's markets and stuff too. Like I yeah. think that's right. really common in Vancouver and yeah. wine is a food item. So Is that becoming a thing, organic wine? I think so, definitely. Yeah. yeah, my company's been on the scene for about five years now and that's our focus. So everything we do is organic and it's been fairly successful. We've really enjoyed doing what we're doing. I think people are looking for more healthy options and just having more transparency, knowing what's being put in products you're putting in your body. So how does it work? Do, you, do people join like a wine club or you just go to your website and order from you? Like, Yeah, great question. So I'm actually a wine agent. So I import wines and I work with wines domestically. So um, I own the brand rights to my international brands here. Oh, cool. And then I act as a facilitator of sale uh, for my BC brands over here. Yeah. So uh, I deal directly with restaurants and liquor stores. And then for BC products, we do have a small wine club and people can order directly through us. Mostly through Instagram, actually. Really, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a lot of social media. We're one of the younger companies and kind of younger people on the scene, so social media has been a real game changer for us. Yeah, big time. Yeah. You've got a lot of people that are at that wine drinking age. Totally. That sophisticated <laughs> age where we go from chugging like a... Uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade in the back alley <laughs> to wanting to have a nice organic wine. Yeah, people right? people are curious and they want the same way you go to a farmer's market and you want to know 
your farmer, you want to know where your products are coming from. They yeah. want to know where their wine's being made and who's behind it and what they're doing. That's cool. Yeah, totally fair. Are there any countries sort of leading the way with organic wine? Honestly, that I would say BC is like on really? an international scope. Um, New Zealand's kind of leading the charge with about a 20% organic viticulture rate. And by 2021, the Okanagan's going to probably surpass that at about a 45% rate of certified organic vineyards in the Okanagan Valley, which is really amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so course, leading by like Summerhill Pyramid Winery, who I work with, they're one of the oldest organic wineries in BC. Uh, they really helped a lot of people kind of get started and make sure that they're farming properly from the get-go. What's the difference in taste? Is, uh, is there a huge difference? Actually, the, I believe so. Yes. I think uh, when we started our company, we didn't really set out to do like the natural thing. We kind of started tasting a whole bunch of wines from all over the place um, and knew that kind of healthy living was really important to us. And then looking at the wines that we really loved and enjoyed the most, it just happened to be that they were also made in these low intervention, hands-off ethical ways. And that started to kind of connect the dots for us. And we were like, I'm pretty sure there's something behind here and science or not, like we we believe that we can taste it. Our customers do as well. And there's just kind of this like a live sense or soul that goes into it. It's like when you make a home cooked meal and you can tell it's different. It's made with love. The person who made it for you is really kind of, you know, putting a lot of their self into the dish. Um, yeah. I think the same is for wine. Jessica Luongo, co-founder and director of Amovino Wine and Spirits. What was it like when you found out that you got nominated for top 30 under 30? <laughs> we were freaking out. I was freaking out. Actually, it was uh, kind of a funny story. My grandfather was the one who found the article um, and sent it to me. I had no idea that it was coming out or when it was coming You're out. Kidding me. Um, I'd been in contact with the magazine just for like preliminary application stuff and then had no idea. <laughs> so I thought they do wow. like a photo shoot or something. They usually do, but because of COVID and everything, right. there wasn't able to make that happen. There's usually a launch party. There's lots of like networking events. How did you even get it? Just in the mail? <laughs> on on Instagram. Instagram, yeah, I got an email saying you've been nominated, and two months later, I got a text message, and it was on Instagram, and and that was it. But it was an amazing experience. It's been a bucket list item for me, so yeah, that has just been absolutely. I'm honored. I'm really honored and touched. I hope yeah. I get mine next year. Yeah. For <laughs> I'll what, recommend top, top you. 80, under 80, <laughs> that you're going for. <laughs> <laughs> That's to oh my god. Okay, so what is? Okay, first of all, the website. Movino.ca. How do you say it again? A amo vino. Amo vino. Yeah. And what does I, amo vino mean? It means I love wine in Latin. So um, ah, cool. all grapevines that can create wine, they're called vitis vinifera, and that's a Latin-based like plant genealogy. So my business partner is Latin American, and I'm European, Italian background. So we wanted something that would kind of connect that and connect roots to wine. And cool. really, the reason we're doing what we're doing is because we love it. That's it's a passion project. So that just sort of made sense. Okay. Yeah. Here's the here's the question. All right. We're going to go to your website or your Instagram. <laughs> We're going to try an organic wine. What is the one? Ooh. What's the one? You're going to make me pick one out of your, all my children? Your favorite? <laughs> your fa is it, are you a red or white favorite girl? I'm a sparkling girl. You're like a sparkling. Okay. Yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, what's the one? Okay, sparkling. I'm going to go to Summerhill because they're the OGs in sparkling and organic. Okay. Um, their Blanc de Blanc is one of my favorites, but their Blanc de Franc, which unfortunately is no longer available, is like stellar. You can get it at the winery. I might have a couple of bottles, but uh, okay. in a private cellar. Summerhill. Uh, Summerhill. Blanc de Blanc and Blanc de Franc. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I sound like a wine expert. Right? It, already. Yeah. You've got right. the accent down. That's the only thing yeah. I remember with this whole interview. Blanc de Blanc, <laughs> Blanc de Franc. <laughs> uh, okay. White wine. I like something a little bit more textural. So Anthony Buchanan just launched a new Viognier that is absolutely killer. Um, super textural, reductive, nice, beautiful fruit. Um, that's one of my faves. Red. Ooh. 
we actually just picked up a new winery uh, called Ursa Major, and we tasted their Accustomed to the Dark, which is a Gamay Chardonnay blend, which is pretty uncommon, and it really blew me away. So I think those would be my my top picks right now. I love how wine lovers describe wines. Yeah. <laughs> it's a colorful language and thing. I don't even know what you're saying. Oh, you should but- see me. I'm sitting on my hands right now, but I'm Italian, and so usually I like yeah. get going. Oh, yeah. and I, love the, I love the texture. You know what oh, I love? You know? What I love is pairing wines. With cheeses and meats and all that. See, now I want to do that this week. Yeah, Jordan's quite the foodie, actually. Oh, yeah, and it totally makes yeah. or breaks the experience. Like, if you have a bad wine pairing with food, it can really like negate all the hard work you put into that plate, and vice versa. So it's there to elevate and be an experience. Yeah, yeah. No, so I love cool. that. So my wife and her friends do that stuff all the time. The wine and the, and the sparkling. That's champagne, right? Uh, yeah, champagne. You can only call champagne if it's made in the champagne region in a certain way. Oh, what a rookie! Doesn't know anything. <laughs> I can't do that. I was just testing you. There's yeah, like right. so many categories, but yes, yeah, yeah, sparkling champagne is a type of sparkling. Well, congratulations! Yeah, thank you so Top much. Thirty under thirty. I hope this elevates you to the next level. Thank you so much. And um, Jessica Luongo, no relation, no relation. We got that Own person. Up. Awesome. Jessica, hey. thank you, thank you guys. Come on. You're listening to the Kid Carson Show on Vancouver's best mix of the '90s to now. Smile, even though it's breaking. Reading an article this morning about smiling. When there are Hence the song. Hence the song called <laughs> Smile. Not King Cole. King. No, that the fact that like so many of us walk around with our mouths covered in literally half of our faces. Actually, maybe more than half. How far does that mask come up? Let's say two thirds. Mm-hmm. Your nose is covered, your mouth is covered, the people just can't, you can't see what, you know, you can't re- read people very much. And so there's a real... I never thought of that. Yeah, there's a real thing now where you got to learn how to smile with your eyes, buddy. Mm. Smile with your eyes. It's important. Do you know how to do that? Come on, man. Oh, wow. Now that's 90s music right there. It reminds me of grade like six, grade seven maybe, I don't know. No, grade seven, yeah, grade seven for me. They say the ability to smile with your eyes has never been more important than it is right now. Mm -hmm. When nobody can see you smile, you must take the advice of Tyra Banks and smize. 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 Smize, baby. Go. Smize. 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 That's the whole idea. Smize. Take the smile and the word eyes. You put it together, you get smize. Interesting. Smizing or the ability to smile with one's eyes has never been more important than now. Hmm. As so many of us are wearing face masks in public, I'm reading this article right off the website. By cutting off roughly half of your face, masks severely diminish a person's expressive abilities. You know, it's funny. We've been to the restaurant a couple times together, and I've noticed that, you know, you're, you're looking at the waitress or waiter's eyes a lot. Yeah. Like, that's your thing. I mean, obviously, because there's a mask. And yeah, you don't know what they're thinking a lot of times. Uh, you know, they don't, like, how do you do that? Like, these smile with your eyes. How do you do that? How do you get angry? I guess that's going to be a thing now. Because some people don't know how to smile. Mm. And that's the, that's the point of this. When I was getting my headshots back in the day, I remember the, the photographer 
was like, look right directly down the camera and, and like do that. Not he didn't say smile with your eyes, but pretend you're on a beach or, you know, it's nice and sunny out. Do it with your eyes. And I was like, how do I do that with my eyes? <laughs> you just make I'd your squint? eyes. squint? It's sunny. <laughs> it's, it's sunny. sunny. I'm squinting. <laughs> no, no, but you're no, relaxed. No. You're relaxed. I'm like, but I can just do it with my mouth. No, you're, do you're it with your third eyes. Drink. You're in your third drink, okay? <laughs> make it with your eyes. But I, I bet there's a bunch of things going on now with, with so much focus on the eyes. The idea of eye makeup and, yeah. and, and eyelashes and like mascara. I bet the sales are through the roof with that stuff. There's so much focus on just your eyes. And maybe that's the thing we're all going to do. Look in the mirror this weekend and just... Practice smizing. Pretend you're on a beach, a sunny beach, on your third drink. This is the Kid Carson Show. Hey, listen, you do not want to be the only person who hasn't heard this song, do you? Actually, can you set this up? What is this? This is... (laughs) Her name's Laura Curry, right? And she's singing Liam Neeson's monologue from Taken to the tune of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. I don't know who you are. Right. It's, a, well, it's, a, it's an epic monologue, an epic scene in, in movies. I've never seen the movie Taken. It's really good. So his daughter has just been uh, kidnapped, and she's calling him, Daddy, help me. And he's like, oh, my gosh, just p- put your kidnapper on the line. And she hands the phone to the kidnapper, and he says I don't this. know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills, skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want. I'm adding the voice over top of it. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom. I can tell you I don't have money, but what I do have are a very particular set of skills, skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Long career. Long career. It's like hallelujah, yeah. yeah. So good. Skills that be the end of it. <laughs> I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look find you and I will kill you and I will kill you <laughs> will kill you I will kill you and I will kill you hallelujah and I will kill you I will kill you and I will kill you there we go there we go Laura Curry you're, you're awesome, Laura Curry. This is the Kid Carson Show. I always think that top 30 under 30 list is so cool that I believe, I think BC Business comes out with that list every year. It and, is BC Business. And we've got, oh, listen to those tones. Looks like he should be a radio guy. <laughs> um, Braden Parker. Braden Parker. CEO. And co-founder. Yeah. Of a cool new shoe company and the winner of a top 30 under 30. That's 
Right. That's pretty cool, man. Thank you. How Thank old you. are you? 28. 28. And what's the name of the company? It's called Casca. Casca. So and it's a play off the Cascade mountain range. Right, right uh, on. Sort of the inspiration behind what we were creating. And what is it that makes your shoe special? You know, it's crazy. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. It, it started out with this premise of us wanting to create the perfect everyday shoe. You know, so we found people were wearing running shoes all day because they liked how supportive they were, or they were wearing Converse or Vans, but those provide no support. And then we loved the design behind some of the, you know, like common projects type of shoe. And so we set out to combine all of those different pieces. And once we started going down that road, speaking with orthotic experts, we found that, you know, no one was really thinking about how you should be supporting the foot. That then took us down this road of, wait a minute, 3D printing can actually help us to perfectly tailor the inside of the shoe for people's feet because everyone's feet are so different. Your feet and my feet are different. My right foot and left foot are different. And so that was sort of the premise of of how we created Casca. 3D printing. 3D printing. So if I want a pair of these shoes, how does this work? Do you just scan my foot? Yeah, or? so it's, it's pretty simple. If you wanted to come into our store, we have a 3D printer on display. We kind of show you how it works. We take three photos of your foot and basically print this like perfectly tailored Dude, shoe. Wow. I'm looking at you, Jordan. Yeah, because I have, I have weird feet. Uh-oh. So <laughs> it's always hard on. for me to get <laughs> turn on. hard for me to get a shoe, right? Yeah. My feet are wide. They're like Fred Flintstones. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this would be right up my alley. And you just came up with this idea. I mean, it didn't, I wouldn't say we just like came up with it of like, oh, this is like, it wasn't one of those shower moments. There's tons of different uh, things that happened that got us there. But yeah, ultimately that's sort of the, the story of how we've, how we've got here. So and do you like look at everybody's feet now? Like you're just like I've super at analyzing? A, I've looked at a ridiculous number of foot photos. <laughs> so <laughs> or just now, I don't, know, now I don't know if like... I want to see yours, but, and then we also have an app. So if you aren't in Vancouver, you can actually just download our app and do it from home. Oh, how do you cool. do that? You, sca- you can scan your foot from home? Yeah, so you stand on a piece of eight and a half by 11 paper, and then we're able to use the four corners of the paper to relative to where your foot's positioned wow. to create that. We're chatting with Braden Parker. He's the CEO of Casca, which is a dope new shoe company with this cool 3D printing technology. You won top 30 under 30, which is so cool. And you've raised well, like millions of dollars so far for this. What, what was that like when you've got that first investment check? Oh my gosh. It was, that? it was super exciting. Um, signing the term sheet, we just like popped a bunch of champagne and celebrated. And right. then once the money closed, we popped a bunch of champagne and celebrated. I feel like I've had more champagne and celebrations in the last year than I have in a long time. <laughs> what a life you're living. Yeah. This is thank so you. cool. Yeah. Well, I think this is, I mean, we should, what else could we scan? Let's scan right. 3D printed boxer shorts. <laughs> gloves, you know? gloves. I think is the that's. Next thing. You show I, up at the store, you scan, yeah, you scan your junk, you get a custom made pouch. I don't know. It's got to be Jordan. You come on. Uh, Bonnie oh, Henry would. Hands. Bonnie Henry would probably love that. That would yeah. encourage socially distanced relationships. Yeah, why not? It's inspirational, man. That's amazing. Thank you. And then to get the top 30 and a 30, yeah, your parents must be like over the moon. My parents were over the moon. I'm still in shock about it. It's kind of like, wow, this is incredible. The other people on that list are all so talented as well. To be included was just like, yeah, it was an honor. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So if people want to go and buy a pair of these shoes. Yeah, so they can go to casca.com. That's where Casca. we sell. Yeah, C-A-S-C-A dot com. Okay. You can follow us on Instagram at Casca Designs. And if you really want to experience it, the best thing to do is come into our store. Awesome. I'm often there working, so you can have the great Whoa. experience of seeing me talk about feet and talk about all the <laughs> right. gross photos of feet awesome. that I've yeah. seen. CEO of Casca. Awesome. Thanks right so on. much for having Brandon me. Brandon Parker. Hey. Yeah, cheers, buddy. This is the Kid Carson Show. So excited. Yeah. Can't wait for the weekend. Friday morning. Feels good. You never know what, what could happen. happen. Um, 
We're here and it's Friday morning. Underwear stinks. Oh. Oh. Way to bring the mood down. <laughs> underwear stinks. What if you could travel the world with just one pair of underwear? Have you seen this on uh, Kickstarter? It's the new thing. Underwear stinks. <laughs> what if you could travel the world with just one pair of underwear? Hmm. What if? I'm listening. At Herclion, we believe that traveling the world while... That's the company name? Herclion? Her- yeah, Herclion. Terrible, terrible name. At Herclion, we believe that traveling the world while staying fresh should be easy to do without baggage. Well, amen. Introducing Cribby, self-cleaning underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Interesting. Did we need this in the world right now? I guess. Apparently, this is the future. I've seen companies doing like shirts, pants, everything. It's it's fabric. Oh, it's fabric. It's a special kind of technical fabric that you don't have to wash. I was going to say self-cleaning makes me think you're just sitting there on the airplane and then all of a sudden your underwear just starts like water starts gushing out of it and soap <laughs> and you go, oh, here we go. Here it, and then it heats up and then it's clean. Like, so it's the material. Okay. Yeah. It's, it makes, it just repels dirt apparently. <laughs> it's a really weird thing. It's the future, man. Wow. Maybe our kids when they grow up, they will just never know what a washing machine is. Yeah. It'll never know what a dryer is because all their clothes will, it's a very futuristic thing, but apparently it's. I don't trust it. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, it's, I don't it's, trust that it's actually going to do what it's says right. it's going to do. Cribby, self-cleaning underwear. <laughs> it says, made with materials that kill bacteria and cleans itself over time. Temperature regulating. This underwear keeps warm when it's cold and cool and it's hot. Breathable, of course. Uh, and then ultra soft, which is good. And then now it says UV blocking shields you from harmful UV rays. Thank God, because I walk around town just in my underwear all the time. I want to make sure I'm not going to get burnt. Cribby, self-cleaning underwear. Why does Cribby sound like Krabby? Crabs. <laughs> There's only two steps away from crabs. See, I thought crib- cribbage and you thought crabs. <laughs> That's where our minds are. You can travel the world with one pair of underwear. The music no now. more stink, no more smells, no more works. Imagine the places you'll go, the experiences you'll have. I can imagine some experiences when it, when it malfunctions. I've never gone to Greece because of my underwear. But now, I don't even use the toilet anymore. Oh. And joy of returning home with all of the memories and none of the smell. Herculean. Never stop adventuring. <laughs> Never stop adventuring. It's basically a diaper. Said 95.3. Hey, feeling good. Like I should. Friday morning. Circle walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. Feeling blessed. Never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday bed. Weekend is here, man. It feels good. It's going to be a nice weekend, actually. Like it looks like it, yeah. Best weekend in terms of weather in a long time. So get outside and enjoy it. When you're out and about this weekend, this might be a helpful tip. How to make strangers feel at ease hmm. when you're talking to them. This is a very simple tip. Well, I don't go up and just talk to strangers. You don't? So, well, no, I just keep to myself. <laughs> okay. right, fair enough. Listen. Hey, guys. You guys playing Frisbee? Can I join? I don't do that. If there ever arises an occasion, Jordan, where you want to talk to a stranger, there is a very simple tip that can make them feel very relaxed with you instantly. Okay, let's hear it. And the tip is to first say that you've got to go in a minute. Like say, hey, I'm just on my way somewhere away from here, but I wanted to ask you something. Mm. It make them feel like you are, you're on your way somewhere, like you're, you're leaving. Okay, so lie to them. 
basically lie to them and say, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, oh, I've, only got, I've only got this quick sec here before I run, but can I, can I ask you about something? Apparently that makes everyone relax because they're not worried you're going to linger. You're not going to, you know what I mean? Just, it makes them feel like, you know, when right. a stranger approaches you, you go, oh God, is this person going to talk my ear off? Yeah. Or, you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. I've had people at the park come up to me when you're with kids. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a lot of other parents with their kids and they want to start conversations. Yeah. And sometimes you're not in the mood. I know. It's like, I just want to hang out with my kid. I just want to make my kid laugh on the swing or something. I want to do underdog push pushes. I want to just be in my zone. And you know those people. They, 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 they're in their radar. You're like locked right in and they kind of come up to you slowly. Yeah. And you're like, okay. There's some other dad comes up to you and you're like, oh, I'm not in the But if another dad comes up and goes, hey, we're just leaving, but I wanted to ask you about your kid's shoes. I don't know. Anything. You go, okay. I will engage with you in a relaxed way because I know you're... You're not going to stand here and talk to me for the next 20 minutes. Right. Okay. You know, not that I'm against talking to people, but you know what I mean? You know no, what I mean? I know. Everybody's. Sometimes yeah. you're just not in the mood. Yeah. So that's the trick. This is from an FBI hostage negotiator. Like, oh, wow. This is from a guy who really, I read this article. He's like, here are some tips. Like, I know people inside out. Does he say anything in there about talking to people in an elevator? Because I am getting that constantly in my condo building. People want to talk to me in the elevator, and I hate that. Well, you've got a friendly looking face. You've got kind eyes. Well, Really? Because I'm going, I hate it. So and why are you worried in the elevator? I mean, it's going to be 20 seconds. I know, but I know, I guess. You, you can't give 20 seconds to someone? Jeez. It's the worst when they are at your floor and they they don't go, you go left, they go right. They go right with you and you're just like, oh, they're still here. They're still talking. <laughs> you, wow, you really don't like people. I guess not. You're listening to The Kid Carson Show. The Kid Carson Show. Zed 95.3.